0: You've got it tuned to The Rendezvous.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Samuel Marcel and my thick accent is... French if it's the first time you hear the show you know it's funny I was driving here this is October 1st and I I looked at the beautiful foliage everywhere I I, I don't know about you but I love this feeling of fall and then there is Halloween at the end of the month and all of that and it leads to exciting times I'm just I'm a huge fan of fall maybe you are too and I'm also a huge fan of of romance in the fall a lot of movies actually have uh, taken the fall as a background because it is romantic all of that talk of romance if you have a question you can either email me at therendezvousshow.com or just call me now at 855-905-8255. It's all about you relationships. Welcome back to The Rendezvous when you have a question about your relationship. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Charlotte.
0: Hey, bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. Charlotte. Bonjour, I have a question for you.
1: Yeah, what's going on?
0: Yes. Um, okay. So recently my boyfriend asked me to marry him and I oh, kind of felt like I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I said yes, but I don't want to marry him, but I don't want to break up. So like my friends are like, you should have said no, but I don't feel like that's right. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. So just bring me back. So he proposes inside of your heart. You want to say, no, I'm not ready. Not now. Right. Or, so tell me exactly what was the words you never said.
0: Well, I, I love him. I'm happy in our home. We live together, but I don't want to marry him. Like, I don't, I don't know if we're actually going in that direction or what to do. I just feel like it's too soon. So like, I just feel like if I say no, he will want to break up. I'll have to move out and it's going to be a whole thing.
1: For sure. Charlotte, here's a tough question. Are you in love with him?
0: I don't know. I mean, isn't that the kind of thing you figure out once you're together long enough?
1: No, no, no. You're not in love with him. So either you are or you're not. So here's the question. I'm I'm not. It's okay. So you're not in love with him. He thinks you are. So we can't play somebody. You're going to have to be honest. You don't feel that true love for him and the guy is thinking you're going to be his wife and then you're going to break his heart. So you go to be honest. Imagine if you were him and you love somebody with all your heart and somebody was lying to you. This is not the right thing to do. So Charlotte, you have to talk to him. And then you, you yeah. can stay together with him if he's okay. But you gotta tell him two things. Honey, I don't feel like I'm gonna marry you. I don't think we have a future. I just and can I be honest? I called Simon's show and the rendezvous and, and I I gotta be, I'm not in love with you. But that if you don't say that, you're misleading somebody. And at the end, this person will be so heartbroken because you already know Charlotte, you're not gonna be with him in ten years. You you want out. So it's convenient, it's comfortable you share the same house. But if you're an honest woman, an honest human being, I can't let you lie to him like this.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're, you're definitely right. It's just a hard conversation to have. But yeah, thank you so much. I'll talk to him. I will. Talk to him. <laughs>
1: tell him the truth. And, and then you know, both of you have to make a decision.
0: Okay. Thank um, you. Have a good night. All right. You too. Yeah.
1: Thank you. But how do you know you are in love? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, Simon, Marcel. You know, this question, how do you know if you're in love? I'm sure you have been in the same situation, right? Have you ever really loved someone and been in a relationship that maybe have lasted years because you really loved him or her, but were not in love? And that's a hard realization, right? So how do you know, in my mind, if you're in love? It's because you found the other half. And you never ask this question. If you ever have to ask yourself that question, am I in love? Don't worry about it. You're not. Plain and simple. And if you're not in love, the most important thing is don't lie about it. Then you ask yourself, can you be in a healthy relationship if two people are just loving each other without being in love? I'm going to answer that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. Can you be happy? if you both love each other, but are not in love with each other. And now let's, let's be a hundred percent honest. Don't you think over years and years and years and years of being together, the in love fade away to leave place, to love each other. Right. I mean, I wonder now I'm single, so I can't answer myself, but I wonder if we ask people that have been in relationship for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, would they all answer, I'm still in love with my partner, or I love my partner, but I'm not in love anymore. So I'm going to put a poll at TheRendezVousShow.com. Please go vote if you're in a long-term relationship or marriage. Are you still in love with your partner? Yes or no? And you call that next on The RendezVous. Bonsoir, you're listening to The RendezVous, and The RendezVous sounds romantic also because of those stories that we hear on the show. Bonjour, Di.
2: Bonjour. Simon, I I love listening to all of your romantic stories that people call in, so I just wanted to call in and add mine to yours.
1: Thank you so much. That's what I need every night, so go ahead.
2: Well, I got engaged um, about a year and a half ago, and my fiancé proposed to me in one of the most romantic ways that I could ever dream of. Ah. Um, We were together for about two years, and I came home from my parents' house, and when I walked in our apartment... The entire apartment was filled uh, with candles, Mm -hmm. and I saw so many candles, and then he explained to me that there was over 600 little tiny white candles all over our apartment to represent every day that we had been together. Wow. Um, And if that didn't make my heart melt, um, the idea of he had rose petals, he had over two dozen Rose petals um, all over, and that was to represent the two years that we had been together. Um, and then I get to our uh, room, and after he proposed to me, I noticed that he had picked out a dress from one of our favorite trips that we had taken, and he wanted me to get changed and put on this pretty dress. Mm-hmm. And then I went into our dining room, and he had prepared our favorite meal. and it just like I can still cry when I think about just how thoughtful he was to just put that much care and love and effort yes. into such a special day that I just I love to tell that story because it just makes me feel so loved and wanted and appreciated. And so I'm always so inspired when I hear people call in and tell their story. So I wanted to share mine with you and your listeners.
1: Thank, thank you so much. Listen, I mean... And another extraordinary story, and the symbolism of the 600 candles for the 600 days you spent together. I mean, that's unbeatable. I might inspire myself one day, not saying I heard it on my own show, because this is extraordinarily romantic every day, a light. What can I say to that? So, thank you so much for sharing that story. Congrats to both of you, and congrats to him too for being such a romantic man.
2: Thank you so much. Have a great
0: day.
1: You too. Have a good night. More rendezvous next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I just talked to Dee who had this guy who proposed with 600 candles representing the 600 days of happiness they had. And then I said to myself how beautiful that is. But one candle would have been enough. Because what matters the most is not the decorum. Decorum is wonderful and romantic. It's what's in your heart. And I've always been educated like this by my parents, that when it comes to whether it's an engagement, whether it's the wedding, whether it's it's whatever both of you love, but most importantly, it's the intent, right? So some schools say, you know, the bigger the better, I'm all for it, but I wonder and I just watched, just imagine in my head, one candle, symbol of the light of love and say, I wanna marry you. Would you go for it? I think it's very romantic. 600 candles or one candles at the end, it's all the same if the intent is to spend the rest of our life together. That's how I see it. Uh, i got to go back to emails, and they're coming up next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. When you have a question you can't call me, email me at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what do we have right now?
0: So this is a listener email from Stacy. She says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Stacy. My boyfriend got me this necklace. That I hate for my birthday and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I faked it and I told him I love it, but I can't bring myself to wear it. But he keeps asking me why I'm not wearing it. And up until now, I've told him that it doesn't go with my outfit, but I'm not sure how long I can use that excuse. Should I tell him the truth or just wear it even though I hate it?
1: Stacey, this is a great question, right? Because all of us have been in that situation, not just from a boyfriend, but from family members, Christmas, holidays, birthday. So I'm going to answer that for all of us next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir Simon Marcel. The accent is French, by the way, if you're joining the show and you wonder what is this thick accent of this dude it's just French from Paris. Anyway, I got a, an email. I'm so happy I got this email from Stacy. and she sent it to me at rendezvousshow.com because she said she got a necklace from her boyfriend and she hates it. And of course, the boyfriend goes, you know, hey, you're not wearing it. He sees you're not wearing it, right? So then she wonders, Simon, you know, should I tell him the truth or just wear it and just you know, even though I hate it, just pretend. So, Stacy, welcome to the club. Because can we all be honest here? Who hasn't received from a family member, from a friend, from a parents, from a partners, from somebody, a terrible gift, but with good intention. And we had to make the choice of either pretending it was great, oh what a fabulous gift it is. Where well, we thought, Oh damn, how could that be happening? And also, the other question is, how can that person know me so poorly that he or she would give me something I hate, right? So, before I answer, I got to share that story where I've learned to say it differently. So, when I was, I think, 14 or 15, I was crazy into tennis. And my father was a very busy man, uh, very working hard and all that. And I remember telling him about a racket, right? It was Wilson at the time. I said, I want a Wilson. Of Jimmy Connors, an old tennis player. And my father came with a wood racket from Doné, which was another brand. And he was so excited to give me that racket. But for me, I was just so upset. I wanted to cry. How can my dad not remember? I told him I want a Wilson in metal with a two-branch. And then I went to my mom, Elizabeth, and I said, Mom, do you think I can tell dad that he gave me the wrong gift? Or should I pretend and play tennis with that stupid racket in wood? And my mom, who's the coolest, said, listen, your father loves you. Just tell him you not like the racket. He will bring you the nice one right away. He doesn't care. Who loves you will say it's fine. So, of course, I went to my dad. I said, Dad, I'm really sorry. I know you thought, but I want this Wilson racket. And my father, was a sweetheart, said, "Oh, I'm sorry, my boy, how can I forget it? And he went back to the shop and brought me that racket. True story. Since then, I've always been on the school of truth that it's okay sometimes to miss a gift what matters is not to forget about the gift. And if your boyfriend, Stacy got you the wrong necklace and you hate it, don't pretend, don't fake. Just tell him, listen, I don't really like it. I'm so happy you gave it to me. Let's go back to the shop and change it for another one I like. Because life is short. Let's enjoy each other's gift. That's my answer to that. And since we're talking about pretending we like somebody else's gift, why don't we talk about the real other issue? It's about the ooh and the faking it. That's next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. So I'm talking about, you know, pretending and faking it. Pretending because Stacy just pretended that she loved the necklace that she hated that her boyfriend gave her. I told her to go with him and just change it. But I wanted to talk about the real issue. And I have some good news and bad news. It's about the faking in the ooh department, right? Some of the good news is that I, I looked online and found that 73% of women has faked a big Oulala in their lifetime. You can look at it as a bad news or good news. The good news is apparently 27% have not. So that's good for all of us guys doing the best we can. Or it's really bad because 72% is such a high number. But I'm just gonna, you know, say it out loud. You can call me French if you want for that. But honestly, as a guy, a little less faking would make us feel better. And I'll tell you why next. Simon Marcel, bonsoir, 73% of women have faked the ooh That's a huge number. And I wish it was not the case because I've been lost with all that notion of faking. I, you know, I've learned that lately as I was doing the show. I never really talked or thought about this before. And then that came out, those huge numbers, 73%. And then as a man, as a lover, you wonder why is she faking it? Am I that bad in bed that she needs to fake it? What's wrong with me? It's very disturbing for men. Imagine if guys were telling you we've been faking it 73% of the time. What would you say if you were a woman? You'd be disturbed like I am now. But anyway, 27% say they don't, so I feel still good about it. Who knows? Interestingly enough, I got a guy waiting on the line, and he has a problem because he wants to know how to spice up the ooh That's next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Noah. Bonjour, my friend. Bonjour, bonjour. What is going on in your life? How can I help you?
2: Uh, Well, life is okay. I just had one simple thing that I was working on. My wife and I
1: have a great relationship. Uh, Uh uh,
2: We've been together for a long time, and she tends to be the type of person who uh, is very habitual and repetitive, pretty much, does the same thing the same way all the time. And uh, in the Ula la la department, uh-huh. we, uh, we're fine and everything's great, but I was wanting to know if there was a way I could talk to her about maybe spicing things up or changing things around without it making her look like she's not already making me happy. She is.
1: Okay, that's a good question. Uh, Noah, how long have you guys been together? 18 years. Eighteen years. Has it been eighteen years the same kind of ulala? Pretty much. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I give you a lot of credit for both of you because you still you sound happy. So eighteen years is the same. It's like getting eighteen years of the same. You know, I don't know, apple pie or chocolate mousse. That's pretty good. So right. you, know, you, gotta, you gotta think of that. But here's the thing: experimenting. Is wonderful and necessary. You gotta experiment. So just think of oolala like when you're cooking, right? So if you want to change a recipe you already like, add a bit of salt, add a condiment, have something, you just go for it and try it. You never go all to nothing, you go step by step. So with your wife, what you do is use the romance and guide her throughout, you know, what you would like to do. And you go slowly, it will be fine. Why I say slowly? Because I want it to be comfortable. I wanted to feel able to say no or it's too fast if you go to a direction she's not into, stuff like that. But I'm all for it. Absolutely. Eighteen years are the same. I mean, eighteen years is a long time. I'm sure she thinks it's a long time too, by the way. She would ask right. She'd right, right, she right. probably call me and said, Simon, the same thing about my husband. So you could talk about it by the way. You could say, Hey, why don't we try this or that? And and then see how she feels. It's, you know, maybe she's, go from there. She, yes, okay, of course. She's subtle, subtle easy going with a good sense of humor, and I bet you she can't wait to talk about it and also experiment. 18 years of the same dessert, I mean, that's some appetite there.
2: Right. At least it's a, it's a dessert that I enjoy. So. Exactly. I we're good
1: to go. That's the most important. So, you know, keep on enjoying, just spice it up. Will
2: do.
0: I appreciate the advice.
1: Anytime, Noah. Have a, have a good night and good luck to you both.
2: Thank you so much.
1: More of The Rendezvous next. Bonsoir, good evening, Simon Marcel. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for uh, spending your evening with me. I mean, just a quick story. I went to an emergency room a couple days ago somewhere in Ohio, and uh, some of those wonderful nurses told me they recognized my thick French accent and and listening to the show. And and so you, you have no idea how much every time I hear that live, it makes me happy. You know, if you're listening to me tonight, thank you to all those nurses in Akron, Ohio, actually, where it was for listening to The Rendezvous and and, and for being such uh, wonderful listeners and, and first and foremost nurses. So that makes me very happy. If you like the show, don't forget my podcast, La Confession, where the truth always comes out. Great, great, great podcast about relationships. I'll be back tomorrow night. Have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The
2: Rendezvous Show.